Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99 at participating U.S. restaurants. Price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On a Falls Count Anywhere Friday, we have your AEW World Women's Champion Thunder Rosa right now hosting on the Busted Open Podcast. And we get into our big title match this past Wednesday on Dynamite. Speaking of Dynamite, Gabby AF, that's right, our very own Gabby with Thunder, get into Hobbs and Starks from this past Dynamite. Also, we get into SummerSlam. Thunder has a lot to say about Bianca Belair, your Royal Women's Champion, and she gives her predictions. Right now, on the Busted Open Podcast. Well, you know, um, I'm, this is going to be my first time actually talking about the WWE, which I'm really, you know, David, I've been telling you, I've been, I've been doing my homework, watching more. I know. Uh, more companies, because like, you have to watch everything else that is going on in, in the world, right? Because you, you need to know where everybody stands and, and, and stuff like that, so... Uh, this is gonna be really cool because I watch uh, WrestleMania and like some of the matches are. I'm like, wow, some are repeats, so we'll see what's gonna happen. And then some some other news. So um, yeah, this is this is gonna be this is gonna be cool again, guys. This is another thing that I was terrified of. I'm not. I'm gonna be real. Is like, you know, doing the three hours and bust it open. I was doing one and I was like, oh, okay, this is easy. I was like, oh, now it's three. Oh my god. So, so it's yeah, like, and and you're right. You have to talk about other companies, and it's gonna be interesting. Your AEW Women's Champion breaking down SummerSlam tomorrow. Yeah, night. and, and I want—I just want to, you know, make a, a disclaimer. I have a lot of respect for everyone that steps in the ring. It doesn't matter what company it is, because we all go through so much during the time that we are on yeah. on, on the road. Like people don't understand when you're on top how difficult it can be with everything else, with family, with traveling, with staying in shape, with, with you know is staying mentally like like everything that comes together especially those big shows there's a lot a lot happening like Liv is a, a, a brand new champion and she has received so much criticism for x y and z because of her lavic experience because she can't cut promos like i mean there's been occasions and when i read some of the stuff and i'm like girl i am 100 understand what you're going through you know because a lot of the things that are being said they had been said about me too you know and and i like her her the way that she is approaching the issues she's approaching the criticism she's not paying attention to it you know and if she is you know she's not like openly talking about it 
And now she has a humongous, you know, opportunity to show her skills at, at SummerSlam. Uh, yep. Bianca is probably, I mean, I focus on the women because I love the women division and everywhere. Uh, and Bianca is another one. I love her attitude. I love what she brings to the table. I love her energy and how, how well she has been able to uh, succeed and, and how, who's she becoming. And I think, um, again, this is just the beginning for her. She's just very charismatic and you can't teach charisma. And I think that's the one thing people are so drawn to it. And I, I like what she's doing for the African-American community too. Like her entrance in um, WrestleMania, like everything, it was just beautiful. Like I was like, I got, you know, my, my skin was crawling. It's, it's just, it was awesome. And, 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 and I like the fact that she is, is her, that's, that's her. Like she makes her own clothes, you know, and she represents herself really, really well for the company. So, uh, but we'll, we'll talk about it more later in, in terms of like, you know, who I think is going to win and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, but no, those I'm, are the two I'm, ones that I am, you know, I'm, mention. I'm really looking forward to that. Also, uh, Jake, the snake Roberts is going to join us this morning <gasps> at 1130 AM Eastern time. You know, I love Jake. Jake and I, we have had so many good conversations about, you know, the old times and, uh, I just saw him. Where was it? I think it was a signing. I did a signing with him. It was him and his wife. And I always give him crap about everything. Because I haven't seen him in a while. And it, it, he's one of my favorite people because he's so he's so kind and he's so real. But when he's in the he's in the ring, he's so scary and, and, and creepy. But man, like that guy, dude, like he's been going through so much. And he's still kicking and he's still going. So I'm, I'm excited that he's going to be here and I get to interview him. Yep. That's going to be at 1130 and at 10 a.m. Eastern time. I know you're excited about this. Gabby AF at 10 oh a.m. The morning. hottest of the hottest girls in town. Oh, my God. I love Gabby. I can't wait for her to be here. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what Gabby will be talking about on Gabby AF. Again, that's at 10 o'clock. But when we come back, Thunder, let's get into your match that you had this past Wednesday on Dynamite. And we'll do that when Thunder and I are back right here on Busted Open. Hey everyone, Lindsay Rhodes here, host of the NFL Roadshow podcast. After a long wait, it's finally time for the three sweetest words in the English language, training camp season. Okay, maybe that's a stretch, but I am still super excited that we can finally see the light at the end of the tunnel and the NFL season is just around the corner. We will be getting you ready for that season the only way that we know how here on the NFL Roadshow with great guests, insightful conversation, and a whole lot of passion. New episodes are released every Thursday. You can listen on the SXM app and wherever you stream your podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. 
to get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Wow, I talked about this yesterday here on Busted Open with Tommy. What a physical matchup for you this past Wednesday. Oh, yes, it was physical. I tell you, <laughs> once the adrenaline went down, I was like, holy shit, why is my <laughs> neck hurting this much? You know, it was, ah, uh, man, um, I, that's what I wanted to show. I wanted the world to see how physical two women from two different countries, two different yep. continents can get on national TV. And that is okay. And that is, fuck, and that is I was going to say, it's fucking badass. That's what I was going to say. It's good. Excuse my French, you know, you guys know I am a little like I have a screw off my head a little bit. I like I like doing really hardcore stuff, you know, and yesterday was really cool. I wish we would have had a little bit more time for her due to like timing issues. She was not able to come to America and had, you know, a couple more matches. So people would have I know a little bit more about her mm-hmm. on dark. But I think um, given the fact that I went out in Japan and we had that match during, um, uh, it was like two, three weeks ago during that big show. Uh, and then having her over, I think, uh, it did a lot. I, I have so much respect for Miyu Yamashita. Uh, I've known her for a couple of years now, but I never got an opportunity to do a singles match. The last match that I did with her, uh, she was, it was 2019. Uh, Allison K was in the match. It was a three on three. And, um, yeah, I remember, <laughs> I remember the night before the match, I went karaoke all night <laughs> and all the girls in there, they were like, ah, weren't you in karaoke like three hours ago? I was like, yeah, dude, it's time to wrestle. You know? Wow. Thunder Rose is the new Ric Flair <laughs> partying all night. And then, then wrestling karaoke for, for Christ's sakes. It's not <laughs> like I'm going, you know, you know, they're willing and you know, women all over the place. No, it was just karaoke. I love singing and karaoke is open, you know, 24, 24, seven in Japan. So I did the Japan thing game, had the match. We had a lot of fun, but I never got a chance to like wrestle her. So when I was invited to Japan and they're like, Hey, you, you wrestling me, you Jamashita. I was like, Oh, cause I seen how she's messed people up uh, out there. I mean, she's one of the best there. And, um, and I didn't think, uh, people, 
knew a little bit, a, a lot about her. I mean, she was, if you guys bought the new uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated magazine, there is a three-page article about her and who she is and what she wants to bring to the table mm -hmm. and the fact that she wants to come to America so she can be seen by, uh, by other people because she, like I said, she's very talented. And I think uh, people need to see that uh, Joshi talent is worth being on TV. Because again, there's a lot of criticism too when, when we bring Joshi talent here. And some, like I said, people are not used to seeing them as often. I know both companies have Joshi talent in, in the rosters. Uh, one is in NXT England. You know, you have two of them. And then here in, in AEW, we've been blessed with having so many Sheeta, uh, um, I'm like blanking out, uh, Rio, uh, oh, well, that list goes on and on and on. And, and they're all different, right? They all have different uh, skill levels and, and they all wrestle different. Some of them speak more English than others. But at the end of the day, wrestling is a language that all we all speak. And on Wednesday, I was able to have a wonderful match with, with me on, on that aspect. And I got to give credit to AEW and I got to give credit to you too, Thunder, because you talked about the matchup that you had in Tokyo and you lost, you know, you lost that non-title matchup, which set it off. And then AEW replaying that match on dark and then mentioning it on rampage and dynamite that they were going to replay that match on dark, which is going to bring more eyes to dark so they can see that matchup. And then having somebody that, yeah, their AEW fan base probably doesn't know a lot about putting her on TV like they did this past Wednesday in a match with you for the championship. It shows that, hey, they know their fan base loves pro wrestling. And it also, Thunder for me, shows a lot of confidence in you that they're putting you in the ring with somebody that maybe the fan base doesn't know a lot about. And they gave you time. You know, one of the things that we talk about here on Busted Open, a lot of fans that call in, they haven't really given you a lot of time on TV since you've won that championship. I'm glad that you had a matchup that went through a break. You, you had two segments of that match, and I thought that was I thought that was important. And again, what a physical matchup because, and we talk about it. You don't need a lot of high flying moves when you're physical and it's a, and it looks like a fight and it feels like a fight. The audience is going to respond, and I thought that audience responded no, on Wednesday. Night. And 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 that's the, my that's my whole thing, guys. Like I, one of the things that I'm proud of, and I said it on on road to uh, to dynamite. Which again, I'm going to make this clear. Um, the first year, I think the first three months when I was a wrestler, they sent me to Japan. I didn't I didn't know nothing about the culture. I didn't know nothing about the psychology of Japan. I didn't know nothing about the training. I went out there. And I acted like I knew everything, but it was because my trainers taught me to be tough. What you guys saw on Wednesday, that's how they trained me. They trained me to take a beating. They trained me to be tough. They trained me to not cry when I was hurting, you know, because that, that, that was, they trained me old school. When I went to Japan, they just made me more like hardcore, like literally. And, and, um, and again, I, I said it, when I returned this last time, as a champion, it just brought up so many emotions in me because um, I went as a nobody the first time that I went to Japan. Nobody, nobody knew who I was. I was, they used to call me a jobber. They told me that promoter that I went there, he said, he said in my face, you are going to be a jobber for the rest of your career. And those words, 
fire me up for the rest of my career. A jobber? I'm gonna show you what a jobber does in, in, in a year. And I, and I remember I told Chris, Chris Wolf, I said, Chris, watch me. Just watch what's gonna happen. Nobody believes in me. I believe in myself. I, I have it in here. I have a feeling that I'm gonna be so successful. Nobody's gonna stop me. I came back to Japan with the AW Women's World Championship on my hand and saying, look at your jobber now. Yes, I lost the match, but I came back home and I took the win. And yes, I'm fired up. I, I, I was with one of the best wrestlers in the world. We didn't have high spots. We didn't have fancy shit. We went and fucking wrestled. That's what we, we went and did. Yes, there were mistakes. Yes, there were mishaps. It's happened. It happens. But again, I'm super fired up. And, and you guys can say whatever you want to say. Yes, I can't cut promos. Whatever. I got, I'm going to tell you something. I know how to fucking wrestle. Bring me anyone you want. I will adapt right away. I'm a quick learner. And as you saw it right there. I'm not afraid of anybody. I'm not afraid of anything. And that's what a champion does. And that's how we represent the women's division. Yes, Tony, thank you so much for giving me time. And every time you give me five minutes, you give me 10 minutes, you give me 50 minutes, you give me 20 minutes, I will perform in that. And I will show them again why I'm La Mera Mera and why I'm the shit in this company. So keep talking your shit. And I'm going to keep showing up and showing off. Uh, Thunder Rose is fired up. You want an inside look at the NFL with two future Hall of Famers? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go with Tom Brady, Larry Fitzgerald, and Jim Gray returns for the 2022 season. What a blessing it's been to be a part of football history. Tom's experience always shows up in big games. That means in-depth football talk and the best guests in the podcast world. Come see me, and now you really Hall of Fame. Come see Uncle Snoop in the studio. Hear the best of Let's Go dropping Mondays on your podcast feed up until the season premiere on September 5th. Download and subscribe right now on the SXM app or wherever you get your podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Good morning. I'm your espresso shot this morning. If you Whoa, are being, wait listen. a second, wait a second, Gabby. Listen. That means there's a lot of caffeine going on because Thunder is definitely peaking at all levels here in the first hour of the show. 
and now you're coming in as a shot of espresso. That's a little bit too much. Yeah. I may have no. a heart attack before the end of this show. Listen, not everyone can handle a double shot of no. myself and Thunderosa. It's a lot. Uh-huh. But if you know, you know. And if you can handle it, you're welcome. Well, That's all I can say. You know, we took some like really good pictures in a, February, a right, Gabby? And a like if she talks about a double a double shot, man. Y'all, if they see the ones that I didn't post, that y'all y'all get a you get a heart attack for sure. Listen, those were some good. I think we should take some new ones at some point because I think people would want to see it. But bikini, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Dave doesn't have to look, but you know, it is. It's, what just, it is. it's I... just hard for me, you know, because <laughs> I know you guys as friends and coworkers. So it's it's a little it's a little too much for me. We'll that's what, that it happens when you have hot friends, man. Hot it's true, Dave. F. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> I think it's the first time Dave has had hot friends in his life, <laughs> so he's very—he doesn't know what to do with it. That's not true. But anyway, I, I will—we'll we'll get off the topic of how hot Thunderosa is because we've got three hours to do that every Friday now, and I'm amped about it because it's my first Gabby Man. AF with Thunder. Yeah. And it's pretty amazing, but I do want to go back a little bit to Wednesday night because the segment of the night for me had to be the turn of Hobbs. On Ricky Starks, who, Whoa. poor Ricky, like, you already thought he was having a bad night. He lost the title to the stud that is Hook, by the way. The stud, that's what I'm calling him. He's not even Hook. He's the stud because he's the stud. stud. Yeah. If he wasn't 23 years old, I might have to put him in my list, but he's too young for me. Gabby! Yeah, he's young. What are you going to do? <laughs> I can't be a cougar. It's not a good look right now. Is, anyway. is it the hair? Is it the hair or, or, or like the It's attitude? not the hair. It's the attitude. You know how I am about these kinds of things. Yep. Yep. It's he not is, 100% looks. As much as looks are important, I say this all the time in dating, looks are very important, but the attitude and the personality and the swagger can change absolutely anything. It can make a six, a nine, or it can make, if you don't have any, a nine, a three. Yep. Wow. He's a 10, but he's got no swagger. Guess what? He's a three. I don't know if you know oh! that trend. That's oh! what that is. Okay, okay? Let's, let's go back. Let's go back to. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so the team of Starks and Hobbs, I think, has been really, really great for the tag team division in AEW. I've loved them together. I love their friendship. I kind of loved Ricky. On First of all, Ricky on the mic is probably one of my favorite people on the mic in all of pro wrestling. I don't even want to say AEW in any company that is. He, his fashion, the way he carries himself, his personality, his uniqueness on the mic is something so, so special. And he is a star in my eyes, no matter what. And the turn that Hobbs gave, I was shocked. And it was something that doesn't happen a lot where in a tag team, I was almost happy to see it because I was ready for them to not be a team anymore. That's not always the case. I feel like sometimes it's rushed or sometimes you're very invested in one person in a team and you're not in the other. So you kind of are like, it's their time to shine. They need to break away from this person. That's not the case for me with Hobbs and Starks. I think it's now the time for both of them to go on their singles runs because I'm invested in both as independents as opposed to like, I think their time was good as a tag team because I'm very invested in Keith Lee and Swerve Scott to kind of take over the tag team division now. And I want to see what these guys are going to bring to the singles division in AEW. So I'm very excited. And when it comes to Hobbs, if we take a look at what he looked like in the beginning of AEW when he first, the shape that he's gotten in since 
when we first saw him to right now is unreal. He has ripped himself up. He's worked so, so hard. We've had him on the show from the first time we had him on Busted Open to the last time we had him on. The lightning years of the way he talks, carries himself, has really, really improved. And Dave, I know we've talked about this before. I'm so ready for him to be that monster that just destroys everyone in his path because that's what I've wanted to see. And they don't have that in a big man in AEW right now. I had the hopes for Warlow because Warlow's another big guy and he's so over with the crowd, but now he's an uber baby face and there he's so beloved. And I want to see the badass big guy, the badass big man in AEW because every time Warlow and Hobbs have faced off, whether it was a ladder match, any kind of, you know, battle royale whatever it gets a huge pop from the crowd because there's nothing like that big man brawl between two guys and I want to see that now in the future between Hobbs and Warlow I think that could be a great matchup and I'm very very excited to see this entity this monster this beast that I think Hobbs has been held back to be and they're just going to unleash him so I'm like looking forward to it and I would love to know your guys' thoughts on it um for me with Hobbs it's I have another perspective because I've known him ever since I started wrestling. I, uh, I put it on my taco vlog, which you guys can follow on, on you know, Thunder Rosa on YouTube. Um, we had this conversation and it was that when I first saw him wrestle, he does not look like how, how he looks now. Right. Like there's been a transformation like on everything. He was little, he was, he was a skinny dude. And now he's like throughout the years and throughout all this time, he was able to stay with this dream and I finally accomplished this dream. And um, I love I, I love the fact that I, I'm seeing him flourish. And when he got signed, I cannot tell you like how happy I was for him because it wasn't a, a very difficult time that was during COVID. And then, and then I got there and we were like, hey man, like we both come from the Bay Area. We train in the same place. We used to like wrestle in this garage in front of 20 people. I used to, he used to mess with me, him and his tag team partner. He used to mess with me so bad. I have pictures on Facebook from like nine years ago, you know? And it's like the perspective that I have for him is more like personal. And literally when I was watching this thing happening and I had before my match, I was like, wait, what's going on? Like, what? Like, I was shocked that this happened because I really like them together, him and, 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 and Ricky. And the same thing with Ricky. Ricky and I, you know, we've been in the trenches in Texas. We've been in some of the, crappy shows and now that i see what ricky always said he was because ricky never put himself or thought of himself of being just average he doesn't act like average and most definitely he does not like talk average on that mic every time he gets in the ring or in the mic he demands attention his clothes demands attention his energy demands attention when we were in nwa same thing he stuck up yeah all the time shine he you know he was he was writing shine like he was shining super bright like a star always yeah. and now this is the time and he's like you know like both of them have like a struggle in so many different ways and where again as as performers we always doubt ourselves and we think and we see certain things that people don't see and then when it finally happened is boom and this is what's happening now um uh, with with Hobbs, I am really hoping this is gonna take, like the storyline will continue and we'll get more complicated and we'll see what's gonna happen between right. him and, and, and Ricky. But yeah, it is time for for Hobbs to be taken as as a monster, and um, and I am 
you know, as, as Melissa, I'm really happy for Will and for Ricky for what's happening for them. Cause I see them every week. I, I seen them come on, on, on TV and do what they do best. And, and the reaction of the people there, right there, it tells you they did, they did the right thing. They were booing the crap out of Hobbs. I was like, yeah, hell yeah. You know, because Ricky was kind of like, uh, like a tweener kind of thing. Like people didn't like him, but they really like him. So, yeah. and I think it, his story really helped, right? Like when he yes. got on the mic and he got emotional about, and he tells that story about his injury and how far he's come, which you kind of know, but when you hear him talk about it and get emotional, and also he's giving props to Hook who came out and he's like not angry about it. He's almost taking it like a true baby face. Like, listen, I lost, you know, I put out the open challenge. It is what it is, but I've overcome all this. I'm not embarrassed and I'm not ashamed. That's uber babyface like i love you and then bam that was the perfect moment to hate will hobbs because that was his boy and like you're, you're so upset about it i i it was so so simple but so believable and it wasn't a rushed oh my god we knew this was gonna happen like i hate when that happens just to break them up to break them up so like i'm very very excited and even yes i know you want to say no, no, no. I was me. gonna say that I was just gonna agree that that's a good point because if, I I think if Ricky wouldn't cut a promo, a lot of people yes. would say they're burying Ricky, but yeah. they didn't. Like he built Hook, which everybody knew. Everybody loves Hook because of what he represents. Like he's a cool kid with the the crazy hair and like the you know he, he's Swag. really talented. From the first match that he had, everybody knew this kid is destiny for for greatness, right? right? And then you add it into a good storyline. It's just, it's a win-win. And I think this is where a lot of the times the fans, they criticize, you know, the women's division on that aspect. 100%. But I think, it, I think it's the emotional investment. And I think what they were able to do in that segment for the first time for Ricky and for Hobbs is to get you emotionally invested. You said something, Gabby, that is kind of small in retrospect, but it's huge. And that is when that match was over between Ricky Starks and Hook, that fist bump that Ricky gave Hook. Because that's going to be like, all right, you're acknowledging Hook. Mm -hmm. You're acknowledging uh, that, yes, you lost. And you're acknowledging that this guy was able to defeat you. And then that promo, which I thought was the, the promo of Ricky Starks' career. Yeah. And that, that promo got you emotionally invested, which then made the attack by Hobbs that much more special. There is a reason for it. And I think now... You're going to look at Hobbs and Ricky starts completely different than you did before that segment happened. That was a huge segment for both those wrestlers on Wednesday night. I agree. And then just a small little, you know, an MVP of someone who I thought did phenomenal in that segment was Taz. Because I will say, I don't know if you guys caught the AEW uncut after where him and Hook were talking. And... Hook has the championship and Taz is talking. It's on AEW on Twitter if you guys want to check it out. And it's about two and a half minutes and I watched it. And Taz actually brings up what the FTW championship is. And I'm not someone who's like, oh, I knew what that was. I never knew what it was. I, I really didn't. Like, you guys would talk about it. And I was like, oh, okay. So this was something Taz brought up. He, in the video, he talks about, for the younger viewers that don't know what this is, I made it this, and this is why it's important. And my son would look at my mantle in my house and see this championship title belt. And now he holds it. And that's huge to me as someone watching. I'm like, wow, that's a very powerful father-son moment. And then I went back and watched the match again, and Taz on commentary 
to handle his emotions in the fact that Ricky's his guy, you know, Team Taz. This is now his son who grew up seeing his father make the FTW championship what it was. And in the home, he would see it on a mantle to now hold it across his chest and over his arm at 23 years old and how far they've come and why it's so important to the family. That segment did something that it changed me as a fan in the sense of I now care about the FTW championship, which I did not before watching that segment. And I'm sure I'm not the only person that that affected in that way. And that is a nod to AEW because I care more about that championship than some of the other championships that they have in their company right now. And I didn't even care about it before. That's a very big deal because I want to see what's going to happen next for the championship. I'm so invested in it. And that's an amazing thing to do. So kudos to whoever, you know, produced that segment, wrote that, came up with it. Kudos to the talent. Every little thing in that segment to me was very, very perfect in how they went about it as a fan watching and my emotional investment in it. Because I go by my, my, my emotions. I don't go by the technical standpoint. I don't go by the little, you know, should he have done this? Should he have done that? I watch it to enjoy it and to see who I want to see. And the storyline I want to see carry on tonight, next week, is that storyline more than anything else right now? In any company, it's up there for me of what I want to see going on next, and I want to hear what's going to happen. So that's pretty awesome on AEW's point to make me feel that way because I didn't Wednesday night before the show started. I know yeah, you want to say something, Mel. Yeah, I think it is important to mention, too, like you're saying, like, I, I want to be emotionally connected. What do you think, guys, people watch soap operas? Just because they're hot ladies right. and they're like cheating on each other and like doing oh, it's because they're stories and they drag you in. A lot of the things that I heard before I was a, a professional wrestling fan, because I thought it was the most ridiculous thing in the world when I watched it the first time, like, you know, it was that it wasn't it's, it's a soap opera for guys, right? Because they get them emotionally connected. There's there's been so many storylines throughout the years that people continue to talk about even after 20 years. Oh, remember such and such when they did this? It's because they they, they play right. with their emotional strings of their hearts. Now Gabby with with the father and son, you know, dynamic, she's like, Wow, where is this gonna take me? And and, and again, as as an insider, looking at Hook, where I when I met him, I met Hook, he gave me a ride. He was doing he was paying his dues. He gave me a ride to the hotel one time. My, my first, I think it was my second week. I didn't know who he was. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm Hook. I'm, you know, this kid in like with his little hoodie all cute and stuff. And then now I, I saw this happening. So it's like the buildup, the kid paid his dues. He yeah. was able to get signed. His father is Taz, right? It, it, it would have been easier just like put him in and it's my son, get him in. He paid right. his dues. He pay, This kid paid his dues. And yeah, he's very young and he's giving a great opportunity. And he's a second generation wrestler. We all like second generation wrestlers because they're either really, really good or they're really, really bad. So <laughs> we want to see where this is going to take us, right? And and where this uh, connection with his father is he's going to like betray his father at one point or he's going to a point or he's going to listen to him right. and he's going to make it bigger. You know, you don't know because there's so many different ways where this can go. And I think no, the, sure. the, the key word that Gabby mentioned was care. She didn't care about that championship until they gave you a reason to care about that championship. Somebody like me that loved ECW, that championship means a lot. But I think for the first time on AEW television, they put emotional investment into that championship, and that's why you care. No, for sure. And like I said, I want to see what's going to happen next. Do Hook and Taz do something together as a father and son? I would not hate it. 
but it's also a confliction on Taz's part because that's his team, you know, and the, th- and, and, and the question's in the air about Hobbs. Is Hobbs going to carry on alone? Does he need a mouthpiece? Is he going to say as to why he turned on Ricky? And, like, I know some people were saying, this is just my last thought on this and then we can break. Some people were saying, like, all he needed was the one punch and, you know, keep it on him longer and, you know, it wasn't, that's how it should be. I think it was done perfect because if he would have just laid him out and that was it and he walked away, to me that's lazy in the sense of like he was just doing it because he wants to be on top. The way Hobbs did it was deep. And that was like, I want to hurt you. This isn't me just trying to like get ahead of you and break away. Like this is personal for me because I know you. And that makes me hate Hobbs more. I hate Hobbs. I already, I I have my own beef with him about it. I tweeted about it. I said, what? WTF Hobbs. You can't trust no man in this world. We're going to have to get him on. I've learned that. We're going to have to get him on Gabby AF at some point. Yeah. Did I try today? Let me call him. Let me call him. I've been ignoring his call. So he might've called me, but I'm not happy with him right now. Not happy because Ricky's our friend as well, Dave. You know, I, I, well, now we're caught in between. We're caught in between. A, a, a relationship of friends is busted open. This is what hey, he's done. Man. It's just a remember, Gabby, Just remember, in professional wrestling, you got to backstab. Sometimes you got to backstab some people to get where you're going to be at. And that's what Will Hobbs just did. He backstabbed his best buddy. And that's There's no friend. To me, that's really messed up. But, you know, he has to do what he has to do to be seen and to be taken, to be taken, seri- taken serious, honestly. That's his last resort. That's his last resort. There's anything I've learned. There's no friends in pro wrestling. Only uh, best friends on Busted Open, and that's us three. So that's right. that. we are best friends. The only thing I didn't like about that segment was the fact that when Hobbs had that attack, that they went to the acclaimed in the back. Yes. Like, and I love and I love the acclaimed, but there was I completely forgot that the acclaimed was even on TV. Yeah. Because that was such a powerful segment. They should have talked about it. Went to break. That should have been the end. So whatever you saw after that wasn't going to resonate because that was such a strong, uh, a strong moment on the show. Yeah, the boos were so loud. They should have let yeah. them play out a little yeah. bit longer show and let crowd. it really sink in. Show the crowd. Let You're that right. hate sink in, David. Speaking of hate, I hate that it's over, but Gabby AF, that's it. I did nine, 19 Gab- minutes today, David. Gabby, Gabby, awesome segment. May I say I think the best Gabby AF so far on a Friday edition of Busted Open. I now, I know you are girls here. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Mary Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. Sirius XM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash.